Welcome to the Southside Community Church Podcast with Pastor Mark Hahn. We are located at 1815 South P Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. If you have your Bibles and want to follow along, so we're in uh, Luke chapter two, and uh, the title of, in my Bible says uh, Jesus's birth in Bethlehem. <clears throat> and it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed, and this. Taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every man into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, and to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. Now listen to this. And this is where we get into it. And so it was that while they were there, that the days were accomplished, that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. And there was in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings, of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, praise God, Amen. which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you that ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, amen, listen to this, there was, a, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill to men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us go now even into Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the sayings which were told of them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered 
at these things which were told uh, them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it were told them. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank You, God, for this passage of Scripture this morning, Your Word of Truth, the birth of Christ. It was just, uh, just a small portion in this Bible of only 20 verses, but it's the, one of the greatest stories ever told, Lord. We're thankful, God, for that this morning. We know, Lord, that we can never preach the Word of God without Your help. Send the Holy Spirit today. Anoint us, God, so we'll bring forth those truths that You would have us to preach on today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. <clears throat> How God put this all together at Jesus' birth is amazing. Amen. I preached on this, well, ever since I've been preaching, I don't know what, five, six years, whatever it's been. But this morning, I'd like to see a little bit different here. <clears throat> Preach to you a little bit about something here that kind of stood out this time to me. <clears throat> but let's take a look at this scene here. It says, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a degree of Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. Now let me tell you what's happening. Okay? <clears throat> when it says all the world, it's not talking about all the world, known world, but it's talking about uh, all the providence, all that the Roman Empire was over. Everything they controlled, they were the powerhouse at the time of, of Jesus' birth. At the time of, of, of this setting, huh? And there went out a taxing. So what they was going to do was tax the people uh, in all the provinces that they had and, and, and that they were in power of, huh? And that taxing huh, required that every man and woman would have to go to the birthplace where they were born and raised, all right? Mary and Joseph lived in Nazareth. Nazareth was 70 miles away. Alright? Follow me with follow with me just for a minute, huh? And so it said, huh, that there went out a degree, and there was this taxing, and, and Joseph was of the house of David and the lineage of David. So he had to go to Bethlehem to register at, uh, for the taxing. Amen. I'll tell you a little joke. <laughs> I'll never forget this. I worked with a guy in, in construction. He got in trouble with the IRS. Didn't pay his taxes. And they come after him. And uh, one of the guys I worked with found a sticker. Put it on the back of his bumper. <laughs> and the sticker said, The Lord giveth. And the IRS anymore. <laughs> I think I laughed at that. There's a lot of truth in that. I laughed at that. 
But anyway, this is, and they're still taxing us to death anyway. It's legal, it is, they, they made it legal to rob us, really. What's going on? So, what's going on? But anyway, I want to get back to this. So, you see, Joseph had no intentions to go to Bethlehem. Huh? There was nothing for him up there to go to. He's 70 miles away with Mary, and they're in their town where they were uh, uh, living in Nazareth. But you know what? Micah said, in Micah 5 and 2, the prophet said that the Jesus was to be born in Bethlehem. Huh? So you see how God's hand intervenes in things? Huh? How He moves in the lives of people? How He moves in your life and in my life to make sure that things happen after His will? Amen? Amen. So, here Joseph is, huh? And Mary is nine months pregnant. And I want to tell you something, huh? They don't have the transportation that we have. Huh? It is told that all they had was a donkey. And Mary sat on the donkey. Huh? And they traveled up to Bethlehem. Listen to me, huh? Seventy miles Nine months pregnant, huh? Rugged and steep terrain. It was nothing smooth, huh? It wasn't like the sidewalks and the streets that we have today, but it was rugged terrain, huh? I want to tell you something, my friend. God's word is true, huh? And whatever He says and whatever He's spoken, huh? By the prophets. It will come to pass. Amen. 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 So anyway, huh? Here they go. They start on this journey. I want to tell you something, church. Listen to me. Huh? In this journey that I've been on with Christ and the journey that you've been on with Him, I tell you, sometimes it's rugged and sometimes it's steep. But hallelujah, I'll tell you this, it's the best way to go. Amen. 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 It's the only way to go. Hallelujah. They started up there and made that journey. And I know Joseph, he probably thought, how are we going to do it? How are we going to make it? Huh? But they made it up there. They said here, you know, Joseph went out from Nazareth into Judea, into the city of David, to be tasked with Mary. And it said being great with child. That means she was right there ready to deliver. And so it was while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and she wrapped him in swallowing clothes. And leave in major. Because there was no room for them in the end. Now let me explain that to you. Alright. So this taxing and this degree went out. And this regist uh, registration of the census went out. Huh? So people had to go, like I said, to the place they were born. Huh? And when they got there, it was full. 
Huh? They said the end is about like hotels that we have today. Huh? You know, when you go on vacation, you go, you, you and it's nice now because you can reserve ahead of time. Huh? And get you a, a hotel set up huh, for the week and the time you're going to spend there. Huh? They didn't have that. Huh? How many times? I remember years ago, Cornell testified to this. Me and the girls went camping down the Lincoln uh, State Park. We was in tents. Every time I camp in a tent, I have no luck. It rained and it poured. Huh? We were soaking wet. It was in the middle of the night. I said, girls, let's go. Let's go into town. Let's go into the city. We just want to go up to Jasper, which is a pretty good drive. Every hotel, every place we stopped at was full. I said, what's going on? What's going on? And there was a big event taking place. I don't know what it was, but the hotels were full. So this, <laughs> so they got there. Huh? Here she is pregnant. Huh? In pain. You know she is in suffering, especially from the long trip. Huh? And then he goes up to the tailor, to the women, and he says, We have no room for you. Huh? But I'll tell you what, this is my thinking. The shape that your wife's in, huh? And we can tell that she's not ready to deliver. You can stay in the state. Huh? They'll keep you out of the weather. Huh? I want to tell you something. This is the first point I want to make this message. Huh? You know what? God could have made a room for them in that end. He could have made a place because He's God. He could have made a place for them to stay there in that end. But it wasn't His will. Amen. And I want to tell you why it wasn't His will. Huh? That, that Jesus, the divine Son of God, my friend, was supposed to be born in a stable. Why is that? Because the sacrificial lamb, my friend, that was sacrificed in the Passover my friend, for the people's sins was born in a stable. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know what? Before I forget this, I forget a lot of things in preaching. <laughs> Do you remember when John the Baptist was on the scene? This to me, this is part of this message too. Huh? It said that that John huh, looked across the way. Huh? And he seen Jesus. Huh? He seen Jesus coming, walking. John never seen him before, didn't know who he was, didn't have any idea. But the Spirit of God said, This is my son. You know what? He said, Listen, he didn't say, Look, it's Jesus, the Son of God. Here he comes. You know what he said? He said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Huh? You see what I'm saying? A lamb. It's representing a lamb in this message. Amen? The Lamb of God. And to sit here, she was, he was born, 
And she wrapped him in swollen clothes and laid him in a manger. You know what? For years, I don't know why I was thinking what I was thinking. But to me, the manger was the stable. I always got that in my head. The manger was a stable. It was just a different Israelite Hebrew word. Huh? But the manger is a feeding trough for animals. Huh? It's called manger in the Hebrew and all that, the Israelite language, that's what it's called. So anyway, listen. Here, the divine Son of God, the Savior of the world, huh, come from the highest heaven, huh, was conceived in the Virgin Mary's womb and birthed and brought forth into the world, huh, in a dirty, stinking stable. Uh, and lay in a manger where uh, in that feeding trough where the animals ate the hay and the food out of. And you know, my friend, huh, you think about that for this morning, huh, the God of heaven, the highest of all, came down to earth to the lowliest place to be born among us. But I tell you what, He come down so low that He can lift us up to the highest place in heaven. Amen. 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 That's why He come to change our life and convert us and make us new creatures in Christ Jesus. Amen. He come to the lowest to lift us up to the highest. Amen. And then it said here, and there were the same and in and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in their uh, fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Huh? And the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them. And they were so scared, they were so afraid. Now I want to tell you something. Huh? Listen, these shepherds was not your average shepherds. Alright? They didn't raise sheep to shear them and, and, and market them. Follow with me. This is my second point I want to bring out. Huh? They, they wasn't just your commercial shepherds. Listen to me. These shepherds were special. You know what they done? Huh? They took care of the sheep. Huh? That were going to be used, huh, in the Passover that God had passed down through Moses. They were going to be the sacrifice for the sins of the people. It was the set, the system, and the covenant. And I know it's hard for some of you to understand that was set up in the Old Testament. That this is the way it was. You had to have a sacrificial lamb. Huh? That was without spot or without blemish. Huh? And that was going to be used in the temple sacrifice for the people's sins. Huh? So that was the shepherds. Huh? That's why God, <laughs> listen to me, huh? sent the angel to 
negotiators. They had a purpose and a reason for what they were doing. Huh? They were part of this sacrificial service. Hey, who was our Passover lamb? Who is the Passover lamb of the world? Jesus Christ Himself! He's our Passover lamb! He took on our sins! Amen? He was our sacrifice. He was without spot nor blemish. Amen? Hallelujah. Came to those shepherds. It was only fitting. Huh? And the angel said to them, You know what? I read in the commentary out of one of the times I was studying this. And it said, when the glory of the Lord came, when the angel came and the glory of the Lord came down on those shepherds, it said they were terrified. They were scared to death because they thought judgment had come. But it wasn't judgment. It was the greatest news that they could ever hear. Amen. Listen, my friend. We're living in a day of grace. Church, we're living under the day of grace. And one of these days, that grace is going to be lifted. And there'll be no more grace. Amen. You need to get in, get saved while you can, while you have the opportunity to do it. Huh? And they were afraid. I imagine they were scared. Huh? And the angel said unto them, Fear not, behold, I bring you good tidings. Oh my gosh. Of great joy, which shall be to all people. And to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Amen. Huh? This is the greatest news. Huh? To these poor shepherds. I'll tell you another thing about shepherds. <laughs> they ain't had any money. They didn't want rich. They was the poorest of the people. The shepherds were. Huh? But I tell you what, when God came down, the glory of the Lord came upon them. And they said, and the angel said, I got good tidings of peace and joy. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Huh? There's a Savior that's been born in Bethlehem. Amen. This is the promised Messiah. This is the one, huh, that's going to change your life forever. Amen. 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 Whosoever believeth in me, huh, is not condemned. And whosoever believeth not is condemned already. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Amen. Praise God. Huh? And. They realized what was going on. Huh? They realized what was happening. This is real. Huh? They seen this. Alright, listen to me. They just didn't hear it, huh? Out of the sky. But the angel come down and appeared to them. Huh? And they seen it with their own eyes and fell it. Huh? There's a Savior born, my friend, in Bethlehem. And this shall be a sign unto you huh, that ye shall find 
The babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. You know what? That tells me hmm, that there's a purpose for the swaddling clothes. You know what that is? That's cloths. In ancient times, they, when a baby was born, an infant baby, they took that baby and wrapped those cloths around it to keep its arms and legs from moving. Why they did it, I don't know. I didn't get into it. It didn't make that big a deal to me. But they wrapped him in swaddling Wrap Jesus in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. I'll tell you what, when they said swaddling clothes, I tell you, those shepherds knew exactly what they were talking about. Because you know what they did? Listen, my friend, huh? They used to take those lambs. They were male lambs which, out of the first year with the lambs that were supposed to be the sacrifice. Huh? That was the sacrifice in the temple. And they wrapped their limbs. They wrapped their legs and their arms because they didn't want them to get scuffed up, tore up, and scratched up. Because they had to be a perfect sacrifice. I want to tell you something. Christ was the perfect sacrifice. He was our lamb, my friend. Wrapped up. In God. Amen. Hallelujah. Huh? Then it said all of a sudden, huh? There was a heavenly host. <laughs> I want to tell you something that said here, and suddenly there was a, uh, with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth. Goodwill to men. I want to tell you something. These two verses, or in these verses, huh? Two worlds came together. <laughs> two worlds came together—the <laughs> heavenly world and the earth. Huh? They came together. That's what Jesus came for—to bring us together and bring us back to God and to live for Him eternally. Huh? Praise God. Never. I told you this story. I tell you what, and I got this out of that story. Huh? Nobody had to tell me, but I know the Lord showed it to me. Some of you haven't heard it. But when the when those uh, terrorists when they attacked our nation, ran those planes in the twin towers. Huh. And they come crawling, crumbling to the ground. You remember the pictures? We all see it on TV. The pile of rubble, the pile of iron, metal, debris, and dust. Huh. Probably that, that high. Huh. And they said they were in there and they were trying to clean up, trying to rescue. And they found this piece of these two pieces of iron. And they raised it up. And if you remember, if you see it on TV, huh? It was in the shape of a cross. <laughs> and it's in the, the, the 9 11 Memorial Museum right now. They got it hanging there. Huh? It's a little crooked, it's a little bent, but it's the shape of a cross. Huh? You know what? They studied that. And they looked at it. And they said, you know, huh? The main beam, I can't remember how it was. The main beam was from Tower One, huh? The vertical one. And the horizontal beam was from Tower Two. 
You know what the Lord told me? When Jesus came, huh, He came from heaven and He welded two worlds together. Amen. Huh, and died on that old rugged cross <coughs> to save us from our sins and save us from eternal damnation. Amen. Amen. Praise God forever. I want to tell you something. Huh? God's always going to show a sign. He's always going to show people huh? things that are happening. I tell you, when they raised that cross, I don't know about you, on 9-11, huh? that was something else. That changed me. It touched my heart. I never had a flag in my yard. Huh? I told my dad, I said, I want to put up a flag. Huh? I said, I, this has hit my heart. Huh? What has taken place? Huh? You know what? It is said that when that happened in New York City, you couldn't find a Bible in any store. They sold them off the shelves so fast and so quick. People were woke up. Huh? They seen the reality of evil. Huh? And they wanted to get right with God. But it's like anything else. It takes a little while. It wears off. The world weighs on it. Weighs on men. <coughs> Amen. I know I gotta quit and I'm gonna try it two years away. Anyway, those shepherds, they got together. And they said, hey, we got to go. We got to go see what this is. And he said here, and, they, and when they came with haste, found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad. In other words, they give their testimony of what they saw with the angels. Concerning this child... And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told of them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for the things which they heard and saw. I'm going to tell you something. Huh? They were the first preachers. <laughs> they were the first witnesses to this. Amen. Praise God. I want to tell you something. Huh? I'm so thankful that Vicky got in. So thankful that TJ got in. I tell you what, when you get saved and you get born again of the Spirit, huh, you're going to have a testimony. You're going to tell of what happened to you down inside. My work that the Lord did. Amen. Praise God for that. Huh? That's what they did. They left and they were <laughs> they were on top of the world. Huh? And you know what? <laughs> I never thought about it. They was going to lose their jobs. You know why they was going to lose their jobs? Because there was no need anymore for animal sacrifices. Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. It's going to be the last and final sacrifice for man's sins. Amen. Praise God. Who is this Jesus? Amen. The message of the Savior. Let me read this to you here real quick. Some of my old, my notes. <clears throat> there is a defect, listen, of the natural birth of men born in sin. 
Born a sinner at a natural birth, man is bound to the sinful world and bound to the sinful nature. The carnal man. Man is born into a sinful world blinded by spiritual truth and the spiritual world. The, the efficiency of the virgin birth of Christ. The world was lost by a man, Adam, and the world had to be redeemed by a man, and that man was Jesus. There had to be, listen, a sinless sacrifice and a sinless blood to redeem man back to God. Christ was that man. God Himself in human flesh. Without the virgin birth, there would be no salvation. There, without the sinless Savior, there would be no atoning sacrifice, no spiritual birth. All this so we could be born again as the sons and the daughters of God. Amen? Amen. We had no choice in our natural birth, but we have a choice in our spiritual birth. In conception, there has to be two parents, a father and a mother, and the child born of them is a product of their character. In the spiritual conception of birth, there are the Spirit of God, the Word of God, and the water and the Spirit. When the Spirit of God and the Word of God come together in the womb of faith, your faith, which is what we provide, there is a conception of new life. For without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Amen. He that cometh to God must believe that He is. I want to tell you something. Huh? Jesus is our only hope. Jesus is the only hope for the whole world. I wish men could see this. People could see this. They don't understand it because they're blinded to, the, to this, to the truth. Huh? But thank God, He was the sinless sacrifice that came. You listen to me. He was God in the flesh. You know what? I'm going to read some other thing to you anyway, too. But anyway, huh? He was the Redeemer huh? that came to save us. You know what? There's a false teaching and a false preaching that part of it's true. You know what? I didn't know I was going to say this. Did you know what? The devil, he's pretty crafty. He always says half-truths. Huh? There's people that believe huh, that Jesus died for their sins, which is true. Okay? The part they don't believe in is they've got to change their life in order to benefit from this. Huh? Jesus said you must be born again to enter into the kingdom. How can you be born again? Believe in the Son of God. Trust in Him. Amen. And it'll change your life.
Praise God.